0: Today on our show, we're counting down the top 10 fist-pumping television moments with Dan from Netflix and Will. My man. Let's go. Show me that list again. Show
1: me that list.
2: Don't pick that horror. Baby, here's a rom-com. Counting down one, two, two. This list is ready to be. Right in our hands Polly, you and me We gotta be The luckiest dick cause you know that we're assholes As long as we keep on Listing We can take any topic <laughs> Comes our way <laughs> Asshole week to week So my dick <laughs> We got each other Sharing the soundboard And both
1: Oh, I wish we had video, like, of Dan, like, rocking out to that song and doing his own version. It was better than the song, that's
0: for sure. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Just about everything is. Just about
1: everything is. Welcome, everyone. My name is Wayne. This is episode 390 of the Countdown Podcast. And, uh, Paul, you can go ahead and talk your name now.
0: <laughs> Welcome to the podcast of <laughs> Countdown Movies. And sometimes television in order of awesomeness so you don't have to. And, yes, my name is Paul. And today, this topic came about as a result of Dan saying, you know what you should do? Dan being the Dan from Netflix and Swill. Dan. You should do... The Top 10 Fist Pumping Television Moments And we thought, yeah, that's like a great idea Sounds That'll great. be fun, fucking hell, it was hard work Dude. But Anyway, first of all, welcome to the show, Dan What up, Dan? Mm.
3: <laughs> I was drinking water <laughs> And then I didn't want to laugh and spit Like all the water over everything So, you know, uh, that's what took forever uh, Shalomi, so, nice to see you again, son What's It going is, it's been a while, but uh, good to have you back what, what have you been up to? Getting DMCA'd by Netflix
0: yeah, you know, so just that. Just What's that? It's that? a small thing
3: the do
0: do tell how Netflix have taken gone to war with Netflix and Swill.
3: What so we, our Instagram account got banned for uh impersonating another person oh, yeah. or what? account or something. Yourself. <laughs> yeah. And um yeah, like I like I don't know how anybody can ever consider that I was impersonating anybody other than myself. But uh so that gets taken down. I'm like, eh, that's weird, but whatever. And then about a like four or five days later, we get a DMCA takedown of our logo from our Tea Public store directly from Netflix Incorporated. So Netflix, I'm a hundred percent certain, banned our Net- our uh Instagram account.
1: DMCA is a do not fucking like just Digital Millennium Copyright Act. Wow. So you got shut down because your logo is too similar to
3: the Netflix logo,
0: which right? is hilarious. I I can see uh, it uses um, the word Netflix
3: and uh, has a big red N in it. So I I get it, but like also I've sold at least a dozen shirts that have that logo. <laughs> you are on
0: totally it. impacting on Netflix's bottom line. So look, they do need it these days, Paul. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so how long before you come Hulu and Hooch? <laughs> uh
3: no. <sighs> I don't know what streaming service it would be. would Probably be none of them. But no, Netflix is fine. Netflix is perfectly fine, guys. Prime and do Prime and poontang. Um, no, Disney and wouldn't Dick. be Prime. Disney's- it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be Prime. It wouldn't be Disney. It wouldn't be, <laughs> be uh, Apple. That's already covered. Yeah, uh, Apple you know, is every covered. well, we, every we, we six weeks covered. or so that gets six covered. Weeks is
0: generous six months. Paramount and penis. Sorry. Okay. Fine. We, pa- <laughs> uh,
3: Paramount. Yeah. Maybe. Paramount. Might. <laughs>
0: All right. Well. Other Paramount. Than the fact Pcp. It might be hard to win that war. We wish you all the best with it, Dan. How did you come up with this topic?
3: Yes. how oh, indeed. I oh, fuck! Oh fucking know, man. I-, I messaged you about this like two months ago, and you were like, hey, we got to put this off for a month because Wayne has to do something else. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I forgot the entire story. So that's it. I just DM'd you one day. I was like, yo, dog, do this. It and you were like, good. hey, that sounds
0: cool. Do you want to be on the show? And I went, sure. And this was a really hard topic. So it took a lot of back and forth, a lot of thinking, a lot of writing notes on my phone as I went through the course of the week and then tried to order the shit. Man. Yeah, it's fuzzy
1: logic Googling and things like that to try yeah. and get this shit around. But no, we'll see how we go. Um, but I, I, I'm i reliably informed that we aren't ready for
0: Dan's list, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, informed by Dan himself. Apparently so. it's just That's true. a
1: chizane. So, uh,
0: Pre- prepare <laughs> yourself and we'll get into the list on the other side of the segment, which kicks off every episode. It's gold. The Recount.
2: Who wants <laughs> a recount? Who? Who, 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 who wants a recap Who, 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 who wants a recount? Who, who,
0: who, who, who? who wants a, who, 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 who? Who wants a That's right, folks. It's the mailroom poll. Let's hear it. Last week's topic was the top ten college films or college movies, uh-huh. and the voting count is in. Fifty-six votes. Somehow, I fell on the line again. No, you, you've been winning like a whore to thirty-nine percent. So thirty-four votes to twenty-two. Uh, Mark Bryan asks a question. Is the Wayne voting block on holidays over? the past? First month? of all, they never existed. So <laughs> the answer is yes, no. <laughs> we well, know the man who collates the list every week and sticks it up there so people can read them. And says, Paul, Colin. Okay, so the brief is movies predominantly set in college. Wayne, Colin. So anyway, there's this poker movie called Rounders, right?
1: It's That, is that Motherfucker he's in, <laughs> that is in college, man. There's shots of him with other students and the professor and taking a class.
0: College, y'all. So Luke Alexander had you back. I'll vote Wayne this week for Rounders and for knowing dead man on campus. Word. Joey to of the So Is Podcast. Do check him out. Said, peace you and happy death day. Paul, it is. Josh Ragland also called you out for OC. The movie Orange County, as much as I love it, isn't really a movie set at college? Paul
2: Bullshit! The, the entire second <laughs>
1: half of the movie is at the college. This at night, but it's at college. <laughs> I know, man. I'm, I'm just hey, telling you what the hey, listeners hey, are saying. that's cool, man. That's cool. By the way, you've won 78 weeks in a row. No. Oh, roughly 73. I think you'd won about six in a row, and maybe I'm getting yeah, close. Maybe yeah. four
0: or five in a row. Mina Harker. Okay, Dan said another Dan said Paul four weeks in a row for PCU and Happy Death Day. So four. Yeah. There you go. And, and finally, Julio for the contrarians voting for Paul because Wayne stretched the brief like he was trying to hook up with Sue Storm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, Dan's a little confused there. I don't know that I was stretching the brief. No, I, or... I, I get
3: what he's doing the Fantastic Four <laughs> thing, four, yeah. but like yeah. <laughs> Sue Storm isn't the stretchy one. If Wayne was
0: trying to hook I up with fucking stretchy,
3: he'd have to be opening that asshole. That's right. <laughs> for the third time
0: today. <laughs> so. <laughs> so there you are. It's a victory. Thank you to all who voted and uh, we'll see whether Dan can take it out this week. This will be a hard one to vote on, I think, because there's going to be some left field pulls from all, including the... There ain't fun. no yes.
3: fucking way. I have already resigned myself to the fact that I will not win this list. You have a very specific audience and this list does not. not hit this specific audience. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also have
1: resigned myself to not winning, so let's just see how it goes today. Go Good luck, right. Paul. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't I don't know I like, like, being the favourite, but uh, but here we are then okay look, my list when you hear a couple more you'd be like what? but let's do it let's just get into it on the side good, of this good. music queue the top ten fist bumping television movements The top ten television fist
1: bumping
0: moments y'all Pumping or pumping? Pumping Pumping. I want to say pumping. It was pumping. Okay. Uh, if it sounded like bumping, I meant pumping. Excellent. It's the topic of this week's <laughs> countdown. Let's not dick around any longer. Let's throw straight to our guest for his number 10 and what is going to be the greatest list of all time in history of the show. Dan, what V-train. do you
3: got? So We train. So, we said no sporting events. Now... This might cause some consternation because this, to some people, is considered a sporting event. I consider it the longest running drama television show uh, that I've ever seen. I am, of course, talking about Monday Night Raw. I am talking about Dolph Ziggler on April 8th, 2013, cashing in his Money in the Bank contract to win the World Heavyweight Championship. Yes, that's what is the name of wrestling? God's
1: Vagina is Monday Night Raw. Is this wrestling? This is
3: wrestling. Like wrestling Netflix. has finally come to the countdown podcast. Everybody, <laughs> I hope, I know I know you're all very excited about this. This is a this is a great time for all. Yes, Dolph Ziggler was one of my like one of the wrestlers I really respected growing up. Or growing up, I think it was like in 2013. I was fucking like how old am I now? 32. Uh, so I'm, like, I'm 33 now. So I was 22. So yeah, grown up. Have you always uh,
1: dug wrestling? Yeah. Have you always been that guy
3: since like I was like 10? Really?
1: Okay, I'm so old that I used to watch WWE, son. Like w- Hulk, w- F- well, F, w- F-, F- yeah, an F, yeah. sorry.
3: I-, I caught the tail end of F.
1: So you a Hulk Hogan, Junkie-eyed Randy, Macho Joke. Man Savage, yeah. Like fucking Andre the Giant, no, no, all that shit's in your
3: like before your time. Yeah, yeah. Wayne, I'm 33.
0: <laughs> and basically, he's like,
3: "You're killing me, small." Yeah, shut up, bitch. So it's no, <laughs> no. I no, I, it, I didn't say that. Um, the soundboard's stupid. Yeah, uh, and you're stupid tip. for pushing buttons. Oh
2: yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Uh, I have that. Very no, you can take too. as many crazy
3: pills as you That's
2: want. Right. It's you're the dumb a thing. Exactly. <laughs>
0: Because the one of the six people the world doesn't like is on the show.
1: One of the six, my beautiful asshole. The other
0: hundreds of people who cry Kiss out and the shout. They're doing
2: that to piss me off. They don't like it either.
3: <laughs> That's probably true. But yeah, uh, so I've been I've been wrestling since like okay so. Set up for wrestling. I I basically had to. Uh, it was whatever night my dad wasn't at band practice uh, yeah. I, is the night I would watch or was not that I I would watch. Like sometimes he practice on Thursdays, so I'd watch SmackDown. Sometimes he practiced on Mondays, so I'd watch Raw. And right. um, but like this is at a time where like now I could watch it because I'm an adult. Like before, brothers. my dad was just like, "Hey, fucking, don't put your brother in a submission hold." <laughs> <laughs> Neither of you. Don't fucking super kick each other. I like, you're not watching wrestling because I like, don't want you doing the moves on each other. We did the moves on each other anyway. We we're watching it in their fucking bedroom. It didn't matter. Of course. But, like, Dolph Ziggler, a wrestler I really respected, uh, had a, had this contract that was basically like, hey, you get a free world championship match whenever you want. So he cashes that in and on an Alberto Dorito. Uh, I am sitting in my basement watching this Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania. And his music hits, and I freak the fuck out. I'm like, oh my god, they're going to have him win. And then uh, it looks for like a second he's going to fucking lose, and I just went, "I'm gonna fucking kill somebody." Except he <laughs> didn't because he won, and I was so happy. It was like that was like one of the better moments I've had as like an adult. It was just like watching wrestling and capturing that joy that I felt as a child. All right, so, I'm, in- I'm yes. intrigued
1: now. When I was young, okay, when you hit mm-hmm. someone in wrestling, you stamp your foot on the floor and you sweep yes. right past his you face. Still- same thing, right? Same you still thing. Still do that? Yeah. It's yeah, superkick uh, much the same uh, and- as
3: well. Super kick. he slapped the leg.
1: Slap the leg, and they, okay, and then obviously is yep. Vince McMahon still the guy, or is this a whole different thing? Uh,
3: okay, so Vince McMahon had a scandal where he was caught using company funds to pay off. Women he had affairs with. Oh man! So people to him because <laughs> of that.
0: A scandal in real life, or a scandal in, in the, real life in the scripts of the show. Oh, in real life. All oh, right. Okay.
1: He was actually plowing women and then getting paid. Like, oh wow. Okay.
3: Oh yeah, he's been doing that for years. But yeah, he he was using company funds in order to pay them off
0: so he's gone oh, wow okay there we are so he's gone well, there's our intro <laughs> yes. to wrestling after
3: all that after all that all it took was like a fucking booking error for him to not to, all he had to do was use his personal money he instead uses the company money it's like Al Capone Al Capone does so much shit over the years and he does. He gets away with it tax evasion tax gone on. that's yep.
0: it Yep. alright well there we are all right, that's uh, an unexpected number 10 sounds like we get a few more of those coming along Wayne do you want Most to take us, your number 10
3: sure here's my unexpected
1: number
0: 10 everyone there's a TV show no longer but called Sesame Street back in the day, when I was a <laughs> youngster. <laughs> Dan did spit his feet that time. I, I don't get the I spit almost so <laughs> Okay, so now you—you're too young for this, Dan. Obviously, Paul, you Sesame aren't- Street still exists today. No one's too young for Sesame, Sesame Street. Street. No, what? i I've, it's all, it's over no, a-
3: I vividly took vacations to Sesame Place. Oh, really? Nice one. As, as a books. child. Yes. Okay. Well,
0: this is it. Is that like a ripoff of Sesame Street?
3: No, Sesame Place was their theme park in Hershey, Pennsylvania. All right. Okay. Who knew? That's a bit cool. All right. That's probably kind of cool. Okay. Well, check it out.
1: Back in the 80s, there was Big Bird, okay? And Big Bird used to have a friend called Snuffleupagus. Yeah. Okay? Snuffleupagus was like a hairy motherfucking elephant or some shit, all right? Wooly mammoth. Wooly Yeah, but no tusks. Yep. So who knows? Yeah, kind of. So anyway... He would always turn up, and he, he sounded like a fucking crackhead. Hi, bird. Need some crack, bird. Okay, he was like that, okay? <laughs> so he was like, <laughs> he would actually walk around, and they'd be friends and chill. But then for some reason, every time someone else in the cast, like, you know, Mr. Mister Mr. Hooper and all the other people would turn up, he'd say, oh, hey, check out my friend, Mr. Snuffle. And he would just fuck off. He would just leave. And for, the, for seriously, seasons and seasons, everyone's <laughs> like, oh, big bird, you've got an imaginary friend, you big yellow cunt. And just like they would just totally like not believe him. And I was like, this is very upsetting. Because first of all, Snuffleupagus is being a cunt by just leaving. It's very rude. And also, everyone thought Big Bird was insane. And he actually got pissed about it. And as a child, I'm like, motherfuckers. And then one day, the producers decided to fucking address it. And everyone turned up and Snuffleupagus turned up too. And they all apologized to him. And I'm pretty sure Tina Fey was in that group. I'm not sure why. But everyone was there and I was like, "Yes! Everyone knows now." And they said, "Sorry, Big Bird. Now we'll re- now we'll we'll believe everything you say." And it was very liberating as a okay, child. Okay. Well. So, that's my number 10
3: when Snuffleupagus became real. <laughs> I feel like they did that on purpose, not just because like the producers were like, "Hey, we want Snuffleupagus to be real." I think it was like a thing where it was like I think kids were feeling like they couldn't tell adults something that yeah, was happening you know that they might not have been aware of. So they wanted to make Snuffleupagus real so that way Adults would start believe. like, the, the way that way Sesame Street could show kids that adults would listen to them that and believe them whenever sense. they said something far-fetched.
1: I think that's the reason I had a problem
3: with it. I was like, after that episode, I just told everyone
1: about wet dreams.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: so yeah, it's just that boom. That's that's the shit. So yes, big fist pumping
0: moment for me. Okay, that's a nice. I feel one. One, that's a, one. That's a that's a good. One. Uh, my number ten here's is here's a serious list. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it is serious, but it's also so far over the top and ridiculous that it's just not something you expected to see on television. I don't think you watched this show, even though I told you to, Wayne and sure. Dan. You probably not even heard of it. It's called Gangs of London, which was out a couple of years ago
1: season... I really wanted to get to this. It's only one the season. Yeah. The
0: fifth episode. It is co-created by Gareth Evans, the guy who created the raid films. Uh-huh. And, and it basically watching? involves a show about... The very first scene is the London underworld kingpin dude being murdered, being shot in the back of the head, mm-hmm. and then the whole trickle-on effect of all the gangs in London Then in the power vacuum and them all trying to fill it. That's basically the show. Got it. The guy who shoots him in the head is just this side character who gets hired by someone who you find out who it is eventually to kill him. And then he and his dad go on the run when the mob boss's family realise who it was and mm-hmm. come to kill him, but they yep. get away. And then they escape. There's just these side characters escape to this sort of rural house in Wales, I think, somewhere. Mm-hmm. And they're holing up there with a whole bunch of these big characters you get to know for about 10 minutes, these kids who are all hard as nails and they're living with their carer. And then this whole group of mercenaries turn up and the best fucking battle in TV history ensues. Really? Because it's directed by Gareth, Gareth Evans. Evans. Gareth yeah. Evans. I watched yeah. the episode, of The Raid, for fifteen minutes, and I was like, "Oh my fucking really? god!" Really? Is it guns or just huh? guns? Fucking punching and kicking, and they mercilessly mow down virtually every person you've come to know in this while they so fight, fight for their lives. It is fucking awesome. The, can you say?
1: or oh, you don't say. But like, obviously, one one team emerges yeah. victorious. Okay. The dad,
0: the dad and the son are the, are the through line here and you, you find out their fate, basically, what goes on in the here. And it's just, it comes out of nowhere, and it's just this action shot in the arm for a show which has already had two or three big fight scenes. How many how many episodes? Ten episodes. Ten episodes? episodes? Yep. All right. Second season's coming by the end of the year or the start of next year. They're not sure yet. So I'd say get on Gangs of London if you haven't already, but this is such a, if you're a fan of the raid, this 15, 20-minute battle, which basically the, the second half of the episode is this whole big fight, be interesting to amazing. see
1: to see white people doing that, like uh, after after, <laughs> after the raid. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, you expect Asian folks to be able to fight like that, but the white folk, oh shit, you know.
0: I think what you're trying to say here is they don't. They have probably better. Uh, They're taller Paul. No, I'm the <laughs> better protection and insurance and yeah. unions. That's and, right. no, yeah. less
1: tenements, more of a city. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I imagine everyone. It's fine.
0: So yeah, that's uh, it's only called episode five. There's no name for it. So season one, episode five, gangs of London.
3: Nice one. Okay, well done, old man.
0: Back to you, Dan. D
3: train. What's up? <laughs> All right, uh, it's <laughs> weeb time, boys. I hope you're ready for weeb. The weeb list. That's right. Uh, get ready for oh, nothing yeah. but anime <laughs> for a bit.
1: What's weeb? <laughs> anime. Uh, weeb
3: are, oh. We were people who like white people mostly, who like uh, Japanese stuff. Oh,
0: ironic. it has been a strangely racist uh, episode I'm, I'm so bad. far. <laughs>
3: Big-time anime fan right here, except for when they sexually exploit uh, underage girls in animation, which uh, you is know, always, always like terrible. That. Yeah. Half the time, which is why I like a lot of shonen anime, because shonen is more action-oriented, and therefore less girls to sexually exploit. Okay. Great. Less itty-bitty-titty. Right. Uh So, so <laughs> instead, let's exploit a, a 16-year-old uh, who who's dead and has to uh fight back uh against this uh entire soul society in order to save the woman that uh he's become very good friends with. Uh this is uh from Bleach Ichigo Kurosaki activating his Bankai versus uh Byakuya uh, Kuchiki. Good. Wow. Excellent. Yes. I can, I can Paul, add so much can't this say conversation. Any of those words. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so basically the the story is that Ichigo is this like spirit demon killer. Sure. And uh Rukia the the girl he's saving gave him her powers. He couldn't give them back for some fucking reason. So because of this, the soul society is like, Rukia, you're a criminal. And she's like, okay. And then, uh, Byakia is her, uh, brother. And he has this sense of duty towards the soul society in order to kill his own sister, because that is what the law says to do. Sure. So, uh, Ichigo's like, uh, fuck that. The law is stupid. So I'm going to fight you. And it seems like Byakuya is going to defeat Ichigo again because they fought earlier and Byakuya just totally wiped the floor with Ichigo Uh, Mm -hmm. until Ichigo activates his hidden power, which is known as his Bankai. Uh, It transforms into (laughs) this very slender sword. (laughs) Shut the fuck up, little bitch. Bring it. Bring it. Bring your Bankai, motherfucker. Uh, He activates his Bankai. It it makes a sleek like katana looking sword and it like triples his speed. And now he's able to actually keep up with Byakuya. It's a cool fight. Great stuff. Bleach is a good anime. Everybody go watch Watch more anime, everybody. I promise. It's, hey, it's wins good the stuff. Fight.
2: Yeah, who wins the fight, my fuck? Uh, oh,
3: Ichigo wins. Yeah, i I'll be like, all come right, on, right. Right. He's, He is per- the protagonist. Protagonist?
0: <laughs> well, <Yeah. laughs> there are a lot of words there. I think <laughs> <laughs> they all None sense. of which you
3: understand, <laughs> which is fine. But yeah, when, whenever Ichigo transforms and gets his new Bankai, uh, great, great moment, because it's like, oh, this man is fucked now. I used to have a Bankai lying around
1: here somewhere, but then
3: I gave up smoking so
1: uh, oh,
0: uh, okay <laughs> well on that bombshell segue
1: <laughs> oh shit i'm next okay uh yes everyone my mm-hmm. number 10 nine. Is, nine, nine, <laughs> nine. is from a show paul and i used to in fact we became friends over this show ladies and gentlemen Ooh. It is Cheers. Oh, whoa. okay. Cheers, okay. So check it out. Here's what happened in Cheers. If anyone doesn't remember, Ted Danson was Sam, and they used to have Shelley Long, who was like the the love interest, and then she fucked off for some reason and did a bunch of shit movies. And then they replaced <laughs> her. into obscurity. Exactly. They replaced her with a yes. normal-sized Kirstie Alley. And what happened was... <laughs> <laughs> right? It was a while ago, people. Okay, and the the whole deal was, I see a pair of thick, weighty (laughs) breasts, and all the nipple, 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 nipple. nipple. Okay, now (laughs) on the show itself, what happened was they were the love interest for a long time, but then later on, it became this thing where Rebecca accidentally left a cigarette in the bar, and it burned the whole fucking bar down. Oh yes. And Sam owned the bar, and he's like, "I have no life insurance or or whatever. I just have this bar, ruined his whole life, screwed shit up." Finally, he goes to, she, she has to admit it to him and say, look, Sam, you didn't do it. It wasn't wiring. It was me. He says, get the fuck out of my bar. He just mm. shits all over it says, you screwed up my, your life and you're going to screw up my It was a horrible, horrible scene. We were like, oh my God. It was in front of all the other cast members too. We were like, ooh. And then finally, like sort of towards the end of the episode, she comes back to him and says, I, "I don't. We don't have anything to say to each other. You said some things today. You can't take back. You really hurt me. I know what I did was terrible, but what you did was worse because you did it on purpose. I don't want to see you or this bar ever again. Here's all the money I have. It's in an envelope. But bye." And as she walks out, it's silent, silent. And he goes, "You want your job back?" She goes, "Yeah, I do." She just runs back in and like kind of hugs him. I was like so happy about that man. They're back, and I didn't. And I, well, this is back in the day where you weren't used to losing your show because if they leave, the show is over. That's that. But we were like, oh, shit, now wow, we came okay. back. So I kind of loved it. So I was always, I've always had that in my head. What can I say?
0: Oh, that's very personal moment. Liz like, okay. free. Yeah, yeah. free. I guess these are all very personal moments, hence the yeah, obscure running around nature of this list. Absolutely. It so there you are. <laughs> I've got something not dissimilar, or at least, there. But it's not this one, because I'm sticking with fights. Oh, yeah. I'm sticking with fights, because Daredevil Season 2 did their one-shot uh, oh, corridor, yeah. and then down the stairway fight to yeah. trump season one's fight and that's the the, the season two this one the season two one and the reason is because you were waiting for it i was right yes waiting for a big time and when it started so he's got this uh the punisher and him have had a square off and he's the punisher's taped a Mm -hmm. a gun Mm -hmm. to his to his uh hand and the other hand he's got the chain that he was bound with now it's hanging off sort of wrapped around his arm and hanging off and he walks down and the whole group of bikers are coming up who the punisher tried to shoot are coming upstairs to kill him and he confronts them all in this corridor, gets his old guy to safety, and then I realized as the camera swung past him, here we go, and that yeah. was the fist pumping moment because then we had three minutes of just fucking awesomeness as he stairwell, takes, yeah. He gets so it wasn't the a, it wasn't
1: down in the corridor. hallway plus
0: stairwell, yeah. Then down the stairwell, and there's a couple of stunts here which I, I don't know how they did it. Like it must have been CG augmented because he's literally ripping people off with a chain and knocking them down two flights of stairs or. To fall flat on the back in the middle of a staircase would have killed any person.
3: Oh yeah. And then pan back up.
1: Yeah. And then boom,
0: straight back up towards it's See. really, well, really impressive. Paul,
3: don't forget, he's also knocking out lights with the chest he as he's walking. Uh I know this because I've recently watched this scene for this exact countdown. This ah, is not on the list. This close. scene is not on the list. Oh, a Is on the list. Excellent. But, well, yeah, awesome. this it was between this scene and and the actual scene that's on my list. That Looking was forward going to hearing to which one it is then, because
0: yeah, for, this one for that. Kick Nick, kicks ass, sets you up perfectly. And that whole, they're doing it again, is just my fist-pumping moment. So have director you, um, yeah. Mark Jopst did that um, particular scene.
1: Very nice. And I, I'm going to now watch it again, just based on that, because I'm have I much like Dan. I think I've got the same one on my list. But
0: Season 2, Episode 3, New York's Finest. Uh,
1: now, has everyone been watching She-Hawk? I know you haven't, Paul. First episode last night, actually. Okay, what would you think? It's alright. Okay, alright, okay. So, uh, Dan, no She-Hawk? No, the,
0: I've I've tapped out of Marvel. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, on so the I'm very... I'm not far way. Just slight spoilers. There's a
1: little bit of a tease on this particular character in the very end of the last episode. Oh, okay. Okay, just so you know. If you've seen anything online, yep. you know that he's in well, announced. Mask. They've
0: announced a whole new Daredevil show for Disney, so... And I believe Born Again. T- yeah, and apparently it's not a continuation. It's a new thing. It would have to be. Even though it's the same actor. Yeah. Which is a bit weird, but now anyway. they
1: do that with J. Jonah Jameson and shit, you know. That's so, yeah,
0: That's true. Yeah. All right, okay. Dan, back to you for your yeah. number
3: eight. All right, uh, more animation <laughs> shit. It's... All right,
0: all well, shut up and just look
1: Please, let's again. go. Let's go.
3: Yeah, so so Pokemon was a big thing, and it's actually still a big thing to me. I know it's Pokemon like, probably Pokemon is probably like the most definitively defining thing to me. Playing the video games, watching the show, and oh, the first people. parts. The first part of uh, Pokemon Ash was bad. He was just a bad trainer. Was he? Uh, and so, oh yeah, he's bad. He's a very like he he. I think he wins. F- three of his big gym badges legitimately. The other times it's like, how the fuck did you even, like, it was really? just, like, given to him by the fucking gym leader. It was so stupid. He's the fucking but, human. Okay. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> well, also, he has Brock and Misty. But yeah. Wait, the story, the human so characters, but yeah. so uh, he goes to this place called the Orange Islands. And the Orange Islands, you know, he has to win badges a different way. Not just only through battling, but through, like, connections with your Pokemon and that stuff. Well, he gets to the championship and he fights the champion of the Orange Islands League and he wins. And I was very excited about that because, like, oh, Ash isn't a complete fucking loser. He no. actually, you know, is somewhat skilled at this. So, yeah, the when Ash w- wins Orange Islands, uh, it actually made me very happy. Uh, okay,
1: so now, did you play Pokemon Go, Dan?
3: Yes. Ah, in fact. So you have it on fact, your phone right now, am I right? In fact. Oh shit! Oh damn! So just came up. Yep. Oh, just that is right that now. is glaring as fuck. Holy shit! There we go. Hold on. There we go. I figured so, it out. Um, I was there it once. Right there.
1: Okay, I was once at a sporting club. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: uh, I wasn't playing sport, but sure. um,
1: it was a tennis club, and um, yes. This dude walks in. He's like a he's a he's a millennial or something. He walks in and he goes, um. Sorry, I, I just got. There's, there's just a Pokemon over in the corner. I gotta go get. And he walks through all of us, right? Yeah. And just like puts his phone over there, and the augmented reality. Says there's a Pokemon there, and then he fucking walks out. And we just look at each other, going, "That motherfucker hasn't got a root ever." Like it's just like it's just <laughs> amazing that, that it took people over, man. Like people were doing they were
3: running around uh, parks and
1: uh,
0: shit. Yeah, yeah oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, it was. Yeah. In
3: 2016, that game was crazy. Yep, That summer of 2016 was. Bonkers. There's a park in Perth called King's Park where there was
1: rumoured to be a Pikachu or some fucking rare one, right? And just it was full of little cunts running
3: around. With their phone. <laughs>
0: we we live-
1: Those
3: fucking little cunts. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I live 1K from the river and I vividly remember one rainy Sunday afternoon when you would normally see maybe three or four joggers and a couple of riders out there. It was... 500 people wandering around these two or three spots, what all the running hell? up because clearly there was something special going on with it. We're all with their phones mm-hmm. out around the Pokemon Go time. Holy so, yeah. shit. It oh, it was crazy. crazy. It was
3: a crazy fucking time. It's so clever for whoever invented it.
0: Yeah, very, very much so. All right. Thank you, Dan. Is, uh, do we have more anime to look forward to? Oh, oh yes. Of course we do. All what right, good. Question
3: <laughs> is, what kind of question is that?
0: <laughs> okay. More wrestling to look forward to.
3: Well, uh, uh, no more wrestling. <laughs> oh, I, I chose. I chose one wrestling thing, that, and uh, I will say, uh, a beautiful brown, bald Asian man once said, "Make a good first impression. Make your number ten stick out." <laughs> yeah. And That is why wrestling went first. I understand completely. Um, okay. Well, my number a
1: That was you.
3: Concerned. I was talking. Yeah, about so you, you son I of know, a bitch. I know. I know. That's why I said I <laughs> <Okay>. understand.
0: <laughs> but the way you said it was,
3: yeah, I kind of agree with that <laughs> Yeah. Hey, that guy's really smart. I'm ironic. He does sound like a beautiful man,
1: though. Um, okay, my number eight, more contemporary people. You've all heard of this one, and it's pretty. Uh, it's it's you know it's it's you knew it was coming. Friends. Yes. Okay. We did now, know it was coming. There's a lot of things happening with Friends. You could pick a few here and there, but the way that I went is when you might think it's when Ross and Rachel kiss for the first time in the cafe. After all these seasons of will they, won't they, yada yada yada, mm-hmm. it's not that one my fist pump moment is when they kissed the second time. You see, what happened was, after they were about to get together, Chandler went and made this list of pros and cons about Rachel, and then he foolishly printed it out because it was the 90s, and they were like, woohoo, Bluetooth. And then, like, um, she grabs hold of the list, and it talks about how she got fat ankles, and she's a little spoiled. Fat ankles. I know! That's what they're talking because they're trying to pick up, like, things, and she's like, oh my god! And by the way, that's the death nail. If you tell women she got fat, anything is over like Clover's son. You ain't getting shit. So, <laughs> then, like... She fucks off, it He's destroys right. everything. Everything's like, there's like all these episodes, whatever, in between where they just don't talk to each other all kinds of shit but then finally they all get together and they're watching this old video and it turns out to be an old video of Ross who back in the day when he was a youngster was like was gonna take Jennifer Aniston to the ball because her date didn't show up and then at the last minute her date shows up and he goes oh, and it just completely destroys him and everyone sees my god that's a horrible moment but then she walks over and kisses him right in the goddamn face but when it happened there was this triumphant music going on mm-hmm. all the characters were happy and fuck yep, me gotcha. I was happy Go to, get to I, was happy, I got
0: something not dissimilar but not from friends on my list so. Ah,
1: good, because we like it when people fuck, Paul. Like, we <laughs> well, like it when they fuck.
0: It's like, will they, won't they, They, you know, these good sitcoms really play with that for a long time and stretch it out mm-hmm. as long as I can without going too far with it because once exactly. you go too far with it, it loses its last Right, and at
1: some stage, you got to fuck. Yep. Yeah. Right? And then it's like, okay, so what do we do after the fuck? Exactly. What's the post-fuck Correct. seasons like? Yeah,
0: and normally that's where shows go downhill. Normally, Usually. Normally.
1: But sometimes, yeah. Friends didn't, though. Mm. It was until a little while later. In your opinion. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure.
0: <laughs> sure. All right, my number eight. And sure. I, I will get off the fight. So this is a fight, but it's also a big, big moment for a show which no one else will remember nor watched. Alias, season two finale, episode 22, The Telling, part two. A lot <laughs> of twos. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so, Sid... Obviously, Jennifer Garner, Jennifer Garner back at, at her peak Jennifer is.
1: I love uh, me some Jennifer Gay.
0: Me too. Me too. And uh, me and Ben Affleck were right there. So, yeah, man. the yeah. <laughs>
1: motherfucker went through it, man. Ben oh, <laughs> Affleck's been everywhere. He's a fucking legendary. He finished with JLo.
0: Fuck. Yep. Sorry. Gotcha. Anyway, <laughs> basically, there's a big fight scene between. So the girl who was her best friend on the show for a season and a half gets killed halfway through the show, oh. the season, by oh, wow. this other woman who has been genetically engineered to look like her. So basically has been augmented and everything really? else. And she takes over a friend's spot. So we've known for nine fucking episodes that this bitch is undermining. And then she fucking stabs Bradley Cooper. <laughs> and you think he's dead too. Although he does come back later. But anyway, at that point in time, he's dead in the show. You think he's dead because she finds his body in a bathtub. And then she realizes who it is. And they have this big king dick fight directed by J.J. J. Abrams this, this particular episode. Is this African-American girl? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen this scene. Um, well, it's not bad for a for a TV show. Yeah, stop for a TV if you Look at show? it now. You sit there going, look, "Look, there's okay. a couple of punches that don't like land, but some of the the throws across the room, whatever else, really." And you're just like, "Kill this bitch!" And then finally, when it looks like Sid's going to lose, she's been the absolute shit pounded out of her. She manages to pick up the gun and blasts Allison, and Francie into into oblivion three shots, boom, 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 and then she falls unconscious. And that was like, "Yeah!" And yes. then you're like, what the? F-? And the little button on the scene is. Then she wakes up and it's two years later and the whole world's changed and they reset the show. What happened? Because she, you don't know. You find out later on what happened. But tell me what that,
2: happened. Well, <laughs> how did she? How did she? She shoots a bit yeah, and then passes out,
0: and she basically she's gone into a coma and they've shifted her around mm-hmm. and they dump her in the street in Hong Kong and she wakes up and calls Michael Vaughan.
1: What was she doing for two years? Being. She was in a, in, she was in a coma, but where kind of in family. a hospital? Yeah, well, you, again, it's all oh very complicated. God.
0: That's not the fist pump moment. The fist pump moment is when she kills Francine. So there you go. That's uh, my wow. number eight. Alias. There you go. Ever a fan, Dan? You would never have seen it. No, no, no. <laughs> that's, that's when Dan was no, watching WWE. That, show, that show was when I was, was watching was wrestling. Exactly, and, anime. and SmackDown was Dan's life. That's well, not animated,
3: so yeah. yeah. All right, so <laughs> let's go, Dan. You got number seven up on here. All right, this is my I'm a sociopath entry oh, in the list. This is from House of Cards season two. Ooh, you know, before we Oh found my god, out you're a sociopath! I know the fucking. One. I know the. I know the moment you're gonna say. He, all right, keep going to say. Are you going? Is it? Is it the double knock? Because it's the double knock. Uh, No, 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 keep going, keep going. No, so it's when Frank becomes president. And everything has been building to this moment. It began, obviously, at the beginning, where Frank is like, he was led to believe by uh, the current President Walker that he was going to become Secretary of State once he took power. Uh, He was like, nope, Frank, I need you in in the house still. I need you to still do your thing. Uh, Secretary of State's going to somebody else. So over a two-season arc, Frank begins his plot to become president of the United States. Mm -hmm. Uh, And when he finally exerts his power and finally gets President Walker to uh, resign due to Walker being, uh, articles of impeachment being drafted for Walker, uh, Frank ascends rightfully or wrongfully to the presidency of the United States. And I just went, holy fuck, two years of this, two seasons of this, and I've been waiting for this moment. And it was fantastic. Wayne, that was the best Netflix show we had for a long time. Before Stranger, and Things? then, well, and well, even well, best, before even Kevin Spice did before. what he did and found yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, before Stranger. Whenever, whenever uh, Christopher Plummer did his thing, that was when everything died, and uh, season six was terrible.
1: Well, see, this is the thing. So you're talking about where, where at the end of the episode, finally he ascends to power. He walks into the Oval Office and he stands at the desk of the presidential desk, mm-hmm. looks at the camera there and then knock, knock. Because right? that was his thing. Yep. He could go, toc, toc, and this that And yes. that's just how we he does anything. So I thought you were going to talk about his little dalliance at the train station at the beginning of that
3: season. Oh,
2: God, no, 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 I'm not that
3: big bit. of a sociopath.
2: That was like, yeah, I was like, that's his thing?
3: They're, they're sociopathic and they're sociopathic. Exactly. No, he, yeah, look, he, that's psychopathic. Yeah.
1: Because you are throwing in with the character in that show, when he does <laughs> win in that season,
3: I do kind of get it. It's like, oh, look at that. He fucking did it. Because you didn't think he would for a long time. So there you go. So, right.
1: Yeah, it was a big thing. Nice you're
3: right, you're wondering where this is building to, and I guess after he becomes vice president, you're like, "Oh, he's trying to get the presidency, but he has to backdoor his way, and he's it takes all season for him to backdoor his way into the presidency." As opposed to real life, where the backdoor was like straight ahead. <laughs> so, yeah. se- Sorry. Yeah, season three, fixed
0: it. Season three, then he's the president, I assume. Yeah, pretty much. Yes, but, yeah. like that's season
3: it. three, four, and most of five. Yeah. And way, that's that, kind of where it starts, like, that, killing off. That, like... Well, look, he
1: was no longer in the show. They wrote him out. They, yeah, were, yeah, they killed no him way. off. And yeah. it was just. Like, oh, well, no, 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 I mean,
3: like, as soon as, as, soon as he hits presidency, that's kind of where the show peaks. Right. Like, as soon as the, the, the season two ends, the show peaks, and it starts going down a bit. And then uh, he fucks and, and does his thing. <laughs> and then tanker. Yeah. yeah because. Yeah, it just went down. My, and Nick and I talked about this on my show one time. But basically, they were like, "We're we're we're got to move on with the show from uh, Kevin Spacey." And then in the first episode of the sixth season, all they did was refer to him as the former president Frank, blah blah blah, That's no right. fewer than two dozen times. And it's yeah. just like, shut the fuck up if you're moving on without him.
1: <laughs> former president Frank Underwood. That's right. Just jumps around. It's good.
3: Yeah. Okay. Good one. Interesting. Interesting pick, my man.
1: That's over to you, then. Okay, my main, yeah. Okay, so here's a show that Paul put me on, to when we were kids. I mean, it's an old one, but if you're a geek, you know this show. It's Firefly. Yeah. Firefly. You know this, Dan? You know Firefly? All right. Yes. Yes. He nods. yes. All right. Okay. Now, there's a scene where um, there's this F- undercover sort of, like, agent guy. His name is Lawrence Dobson, and he's got, like, he's he's pursuing Simon and River Tam, who are the... <laughs> Uh, refugees that are being housed by the Firefly groups, like, you know, gangs. This of is the rebels. first.
0: Well, this is meant to be the part episode we actually screened as the That's second right. episode. Exactly. Yeah, okay. So it's supposed
1: to be the first one. So he gets captured by the Firefly crew, but he escapes his quarters. He beats up the Shepherd book guy, and then uh, he tries to contact the Alliance unsuccessfully. And long story short, the whole, towards the whole episode, it's him climbing around, and Malcolm Reynolds, fucking Nathan Fillion, is off the ship. He's away, right? He's doing some other shit. And then he comes and through shit that goes on in the ship, which is landed and it's just there. He's pulling a gun on people and he's like, you know, tries to seize the ship while holding, uh, I think it's Kaylee at gunpoint. Mm -hmm. And so he's got her in a hostage situation and they're all like, what's going on? And it's a big, huge moment and everything. And then at that moment, Malcolm Reynolds just happens to return from wherever he is. And he just turns up, and you're like, what's going to go on now? And he just pulls his gun, boom, and takes him out without breaking stride. He's walking towards him. What's going on here? Don't like it. Pull the gun, blam, right in the face. Keeps on walking. Mm-hmm. Then they chuck him out like a piece of shit. They actually just throw him off the off the plane, off the, the ship, close up, and fuck off. And I was like, dude, that is the most gangster shit ever. You walk into a situation, you're like, you normal people would be like, oh, what's going on here? Let me negotiate. Dude, you don't have to yep. do this. He's like, fuck you for Christmas, blam. And it was the shit, yeah. man. I was like, that's the shit. If that had been the first episode, we'd have known that Malcolm Reynolds is the kind of guy who kicks yeah. people into. We, we,
0: don't, we probably don't need they, to go into the disaster. Was they Firefly. totally F- fucked Firefly. Yeah, they they did, totally they, fucked the, it. the network had no interest and they yeah, they completely screwed it out, even from when they, where they scheduled it and placed it. Um, disappointing, but a, but a good choice. Very nice, go, sir. All right. uh, here's where I break away from action and fight scenes in my number seven. And here's where I get my sitcom romance, which finally hits some form of fruition. Although, it turns out later on, because it's the end of the second season of The Office. Oh. The US version. So Pam and Jim. Jim finally reveals his feelings to Pam. Pam's like, uh, but I'm, you know, you've misinterpreted things. We're just friends. Even though Is quite that what happened? fucking clearly she's totally oh, yeah. into him as well. And he's basically like, I'm really sorry, and he wipes a tear away. And then later on, she's calling her mum and she's talking to to about what's happened and she doesn't know what to do. And Jim just walks into the office a little bit Malcolm Reynoldsy now that I think about it mm. and she sort of turns around and he just walks straight over to her and just kisses her and she melts into the kiss and it's wow. like, oh my God, they finally did this shit, they're together. Nope, start of season three, they're not. But anyway, point is at that moment, you think, here it is, finally it's come to fruition. Fuck yeah, Jim. you got Was your girl. she
1: going out with that, with that heavy set? Yeah. Go Roy, yeah, Roy. yeah, okay. Yep, that's it. So. so she was still
0: going out with him and he yep. gets her anyway. Ooh, mm-hmm. damn. Yeah, so there you go.
3: That is this, yeah. Uh, going, good wait. moment, Paul. I have a similar moment from the from, same show.
0: Oh, we're circling the same terrain a little bit, but uh, <laughs> just come at it a bit differently. Okay, cool. That's uh, anyway, that's casino night episode 22 of season two of The Office. And I have to say, against type, and one of the reasons why The Office is such a good show, and I really only recently watched this over the last couple of years for the first time. All of it, oh, yeah, it it manages to maintain its quality post that moment, whereas the UK Office. Mm-hmm. It ends with Tim and Dawn, I think her name is getting together. Now I've heard this about the Office
1: U.S. I haven't watched the whole thing. I've watched some of it, but like apparently once it shackles off like the U.K. like version, like all, them redoing the U.K., that's when it really comes into its own. Yeah, absolutely, and then Correct. fucking
0: Steve Carell leaves. And yeah, I mean, it, and then it does dip a little <laughs> bit, but not as badly as some say. I don't think, but yeah, the difference between the U.K. Office and the U.S. Office can be summarized by the fact that Steve Carell's character is much more relatable than David Brent in the UK version, who's just a cunt. Yeah, exactly.
1: No, that's true.
0: (laughs) His heart's in the right place. um, Yes. He's just an idiot. Yeah, he's just an idiot, and and, yeah, you don't hate him.
3: Very
2: good, very good.
3: All right, Dan, six. All right, uh, sticking with live action. Uh, for the we sake of this audience. audience, that I'm sure just wants something not animated. Uh, I have, from the end of Cobra Kai Season 1, uh, Miguel defeating Robbie for the All-Valley Karate Championship. Uh, we love Miguel. We stand Miguel in this household. Miguel is the best. Uh, he's the best boy. We love, we love Miguel. Uh, Robbie was going through it at the time. Uh, I like Robbie now. I did not like Robbie then. He was too troubled and just didn't like how he came across, but Seeing Miguel go from, you know, no karate experience whatsoever to uh, becoming a karate champion in the sh- span of ten episodes, and his relationship with Johnny, and how it strengthened their relationship, it was just so heartwarming to watch. Uh, I was very excited for Miguel, and then nice. uh, season two happens, and he breaks his back, and he's... <sighs>
1: Okay, now check it out. Um, now, I've seen season one of Cobra Kai and have yes. seen no other seasons, but heard many things about it. As in, what it mm-hmm. looks like from the snippets that I've seen, every fucking yes. character from any movie ever has turned up. I'm waiting for Jackie Jan to turn up. So, like, aren't um, we all, aren't that we all waiting for never Hillary happen. Swank. Hey?
0: Aren't we all waiting for Hillary uh, Swank?
3: Hillary Swank, we are still waiting on. Okay. Oh, okay. So, it's good still? Is that right? Have we, are we all watched uh, it? I, I haven't watched it either. So, season, season five has come out uh, within the last couple weeks. Uh-huh. And, uh. And spoiler alert for my episode that comes out the same day as this episode, uh, I think it is the best season. Wow. Ooh. That's a that's a high bar. It's is there any high. drum? Is there a drum going on?
1: Can can I see a drum, the flippy drum that he uses in
3: Cobra Kai Kid 2, you know? That, oh no, <laughs> any we did that not on? get the drum technique. <laughs> Damn it. No, uh we recently watched all episodes or all <laughs> the, the Karate Kid movies, and uh we found out that fucking three is the true codex for the building blocks of Cobra Kai this show three i don't know if i've ever seen it it somehow has the most lore that's applicable to cobra kai so you should watch
0: all the karate kids before you watch cobra kai if you Um, really want to appreciate it
3: maybe but they do a good job of intersplicing clips from the movies that actually fit thematically with like what's going on at the time so you don't need to see the movies you just need to know that like Daniel LaRusso kicks Johnny Lawrence in the And actually they showed that to you beginning the first the first episode. But like Daniel LaRusso kicks Johnny LaRusso in the face or Johnny Larusso. Johnny Lawrence in the face. And that's it. And that's all you need to know. Okay. And Daniel LaRusso wins a championship. That's all you have to know for the show. All right. Ralph cool. Macchio's sixty now, isn't he? Something I think he's sixty. Yep. Yeah. God damn. Fifty five, oh. I think.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: yeah, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Excellent. Uh my number six, everyone, is a show that I love but no one else has ever seen. It's called Justified. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Justify.
1: Justify. It's got Timothy Oliphant in it. He's sort of a modern day gunslinger. He's it's set in like, you know, fucking the Appalachian sort of places and stuff like that. But there's this really cool action in like the I think it was the second season where uh, you remember Dexter? There was this good looking policeman who wasn't Dexter and he was there. He plays this, this real deranged motherfucker who's a hitman. And the way he kills people is he just confronts them in their house and sits at a table across from them at gunpoint and then puts that gun On the table and says, I'm going to put this gun right in the middle of us. Whoever reaches for it and grabs it first gets to win. So I'll give you a fighting chance here. If you get to it first, you shoot me with it. All good. And so the person who's terrified on the other end of the table goes, oh, okay. Ready? One, two, three. And then what happens is when the other guy reaches for it, he whips out an ice pick and just stabs the guy's hand (laughs) and nails it to the fucking... The table, then picks up the gun and shoots him with it, okay? That's what he does. He's done it like three or four times this episode, okay? okay?
0: Well, in this season. In all this season, it? right?
1: Yep. Finally, he gets to sit across from Raylan Givens, Timothy Olyphant, he's like, shit, what's gonna go in here? And also, Timothy uh, um, Olyphant, well, Raylan Givens' hot ex-wife, is watching, because it's in her hotel motel room, right? And she's and he's like, he puts the gun in between Raylan and him, because he's taken off his gun and all sorts of things, and he goes, okay, tells the girl, count to three. And Raylan looks at her and goes, go ahead, count. And she's like... <laughs>
2: Three, two,
1: and then, as she's about to say, one.
2: Raylan gets cool as shit
1: and then just pulls the tablecloth and that makes the gun walk forward towards him. The guy goes to stab it misses the fucking gun. Raylan grabs it, shoots him right in the dick. (laughs) Boom! (laughs) Oh, motherfucker! See, now, this motherfucker was cool because he's smarter than these other bitches, all right? And that's why I was fist-pumping like a motherfucker because, yo, Raylan gives this to the man. He's wearing a 10-gallon hat and pulls it off. Forget
0: about it, man. Everybody loves Raylan. I'm not sure about that last part, but yes, trust me, it's the shit. Uh, yeah,
1: if you haven't seen Justified, you absolutely should. It's great fucking show. One guy talking.
0: What season was that from?
1: Uh, I want to say two, but uh, I didn't write it down.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Well, I wanted to only have one moment from every season, but I, I tried couldn't. This. I, I tried couldn't. This. And so here is the first of two moments for me from Breaking Bad. Oh, and okay. this one comes from season three, episode twelve, Half Measures, and it's the end of the episode when Jesse. Has used again meth for the first time since he's come out of rehab, and he's so upset that his girlfriend's brother's been killed by these two gangbangers. Mm-hmm. After the brother killed one of Jesse's mates, one of his dealer mates, uh, as an initiation thing to get his turf. So Jesse is gonna is gonna go in there and kill these guys because he's f- full of rage and whatever else. And he's pulling his gun out slowly. And yep. These guys know what's going down. They're starting to pull their gun out, and the tensions is sky high as can possibly be. And just before they draw down and start shooting at each other, there's this rev of this engine and this car, this piece of shit car comes out of nowhere. Yep. And Walter Wright <laughs> mows down these two gangbangers, mm-hmm. one of which flips over the fucking bonnet of the car and he's and, and is still alive. And the other one gets crushed between yep, underneath under the tyres. Yep. And Walter gets out, walks over, picks up the gun before the other guy's still alive can reach it and shoots him in the head. That was And Jesse's just standing there, jaw agape, looking just aghast. And then Walter turns around, the great dolly shot up dolly to show. him. Run. run i remember that shit that's Fuck on my list me.
1: this is on my list like Please? a motherfucker okay. because it was yeah, I, yeah, crossover i never got to watch Breaking. i oh, sorry i never started watching breaking bad till seriously season four and then so paul said to me you're lucky actually why because you don't have to have these heart aching fucking breaks break between yeah. seasons with this hack safe so i'm like okay cool and then um when that scene happened i went holy shit this is different now because like walt white before that he would kill someone once and he was actually actually cried after the second guy he killed in early on seasons. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, even in when, when he when he let the girl die from asphyxiation and stuff, he was kind of horrified. And then still this, let it happen. she was blackmailing him. Fuck that bitch. So um, <laughs> <laughs> But then when this happens, he's like, run. He doesn't give a fuck, man. This is when he's like, yo, now it's a different show. And now it's a different mm-hmm. character. I thought it was this shit. And it was so like visceral, because yeah. he just walks up, blah, oh shit, blood spurt." Damn, so yeah, nice work, nice work Good, good, good job
0: Dan, you've never watched Breaking Bad? No right. <gasps> Wow well, Surely not, Yana I just bought something for you But I guess if you cared You'd have watched it a long time ago uh,
3: yeah, Right, exactly I will wait until people stop talking about Breaking Bad To watch Breaking Bad
0: ah, oh, now re-
3: You've reset the counter So wait <laughs> Back
0: to ten years <laughs> Alright, great Alright, so uh, top half of the list then Number five Hey, it's back to anime Okay. <laughs> uh, well, be, hi hi Nick.
3: Thing. Hi Nick. This is for you. Uh, this is Team Urameshi from Yu Yu Hakusho entering the Dark Tournament finals. Uh, it's just an entrance. It's just four dudes walking. It's four muscular, tough guys walking. This is uh, arguably the thing that gets me the the most hype. Is just four dudes <laughs> walking. They and they look so fucking cool. Kulbaro's cool got his fucking button down shirt with the, the collar popped. He's got his ribs taped and he has no undershirt on underneath. It's just the rib tape. It, everyone looks so fucking cool. And they have been through hell in the Dark Tournament to get to this spot to fight the t- Team Taguro. Uh, and the fight with the Taguros is great. But the anticipation, the build, the, the you knowing that they built up themselves the strongest they will be at that time. To take on to grow, just the hype and everything that comes afterwards is. Uh, it, what
1: is the name of the show? What is the name of the
3: show? F- full Chub Yu Yu Hakusho. Full Chubb. Full
1: Why
3: you space? Why <laughs> <laughs> you space? H a k u s h o. Oh, okay. Wow, okay. Wow, you're the yellow this white guy. I know. <laughs> this, this is a classic anime. This is a nineties anime. Nineties. All right. Holy Dang. shit.
0: Did we get, gotta, we yeah. go back any further than that? We're gonna get some Battle of Planets at some point. G-Force? The, then you're talking uh, to our
3: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you We're going to get a bit uh, later than that. Star Blazers? Well, not that of the planets. Like the first time they fire the big gun. Star Blazers. That's old
0: school, bit, man. Yeah. Break yourself.
3: Yeah, not 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 that, but like older than Yu Yu Hakusho,
0: yes. Okay. Well, okay. we'll find out when we in get there. In terms of
3: anime, yes. Righto. Wayne, you're five. My number
1: five is the one that I assume is on Dan's list as well, so we'll let him talk about it too. It's the Daredevil hallway fight from season one. Okay. No. Is that it, Dan? Are you in there? No?
3: No, uh, I recently watched that, uh, at aka today, I don't think it looks as good and is as impressive as everything else. Really? I watched it today, and my whole well, thing was that...
1: <laughs> Not today, I yesterday. didn't watch it today, Last fuck night. you both. <laughs> Well, I think the reason that this particular fight gets here is that it was so unexpected. Now, Daredevil, back when sure. it was on the Netflix... Was that's full twenty four fucking episode season kind of shit or whatever twenty two? No, no, thirteen episodes. Thirteen, yeah, yeah, thirteen. Oh, okay. Episodes. It seems very long to me given today's standards. Uh, uh, correct. Mm. Yeah. And so what I was like, I because it was like, frankly, the show itself. All right, I didn't like Fuzzy because he's just a fat lawyer, sure. and the girl Mingaloo Reefmate wasn't a fan. Stunning. A fan. The, Stunning the, uh, that you're not into uh, the redhead. I know because uh, she, L-, L take, but okay. Yeah, Continue. It's L. <laughs> well yeah so i was like this is an okay show but i like charlie cox and i like the fact that he's dead and i like there was a lot of fighting sticks involved and shit like that so that was kind of cool but then when this scene turns up it is your your i'm sure you all know about it but basically it's a long one takes like six minutes long where he fights his way down a hallway not um you know crossways like old boy but down the hallway he's shooting down the hallway and it's lit in this sort of greeny yellow light which makes it look dankier and skankier but for a show like this, um, with what I assume is the budget for this show, this was a stretch. This would have taken them a long time to shoot this thing. And mm-hmm. the, the way that it looked, he was going in and out of rooms, taking motherfuckers out. And there was mm-hmm. one cut, that which do not presented as a cut, but it was really, really well done. And I was like, just like freaked out. And I think, it's, I think I was freaked out at minute three. I was like, I can't believe this is still going. And that was only halfway through. So I was like, holy turd. This was like, I don't know. I, w- I think it was around minute three I started punching the air going, this has kept on going, this has kept on going. And you know how much we love one shots. We do. So um, uh, I think I was, yeah, because it was unexpected, it makes my list at number five. So yeah, All right. there you go. We so
0: Dan's got different ones. So we yes, got different three different yes. moments from different daredevils. That's great. We'll yes. get to hear that shortly. My number five is a very personal one for me. And this is the first one I thought of, but it's, it's such a small moment compared to some of these other huge, huge, massive things that I've stuck it here in the middle of my list from Angel. Angel. Season four, episode seven, Apocalypse Nowish. Now, there's too much backstory to explain half of the reason why this is so fucking cool, but mm-hmm. basically it involves around Wesley Wyndham Price.
1: Oh, shit. I know what this is.
0: And he has started off in the show Buffy as this foppish idiot watcher who's terrible at his job and lets Faith run off the rails. And he's really English and he's really And then he comes back into Angel as a side character and joins Angel Investigations. But then he ends up thinking that he's sending this prophecy that Angel's going to kill his son, Connor. So he takes Connor away and all ends up being double cross, Gets his throat slit and he almost dies. And then he's banging Lila, who's cosplaying as Fred.
1: Now, let's get to this, all right? The reason Wesley became cool halfway Mm -hmm. through the show or whenever it was, is that he 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 got rid of the fucking three-piece suit.
0: Yes. He got rid of all the tweed. Yep. right. I don't know. Did he get rid of the glasses or did he still have them? No, he's still wearing glasses.
1: Still wearing glasses? Okay. Sometimes. I think he got better frames, right? And uh, then all of a sudden, he's the fucking Marlboro Man. He's wearing like sort of zip jackets. He's wearing fucking bomber
0: jackets. He's wearing like he's jeans. Stubble.
1: Stubble. The way. All that shit. But um, more
0: importantly, for the first time in the history of this show, when they're fighting this big, huge demon called the Beast, which has arisen. And they all go to attack, and everyone's getting their ass kicked. Angel gets his ass kicked in Fuck slow it. motion. I made yeah. it. Yeah, Lawn gets his ass kicked. Gun gets his ass kicked. Wes is like, "Fuck this shit." Busts out two pistols, two fucking big starts, ass like nineteen eleven, firing them, and boom, then drops boom, boom, that and pulls out a
1: shotgun. Yes, that's what made it yeah, cool because he fires and he's out from both pistols, and we're like, oh, that didn't. Work. Then he drops them and slow mo brings yep. up this big twelve gauge. And we're like, oh, this motherfucker's got a thousand. And he's gun. actually
0: winning, and if he hadn't got too close, and then the beast grabs the gun and throws him away. But he's the only one literally standing at the end of the fight, and he helps gun away, get away. And angels watching the rain of fire come down, pulling the the big stake out of his throat. And man, that was some. It that was, the, was cool. the peak of his rise from being shit to being awesome. Again, so.
1: slow-mo bringing up a gun. Yeah. <laughs> Forget about it. Especially when no one else had a gun. Yep. <laughs> Why didn't George just bring guns? <laughs>
0: yeah, that's true. But anyway, that's my moment. Uh, as I said, personal one. Don't expect you to have seen Angel, Dan. You're too young yet again. And besides wrestling. So, yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: that's true. I haven't
3: seen Angel. <laughs> all right. Number four for you. Number four. This is my office clip. Uh, it's mm. in season three when Jim asks out Pam. Uh-huh. This is where it becomes permanent. This is why I don't like... You, like, your moment's fine, and I respect <laughs> that. However, however, it is not permanent, because the Jim time, fucks off to the... Stan- Ra- is it Stanford? Albany- Stanford. That's Stanford? Stanford. That's it. The okay. Stanford office. He fucks off to the Stanford office for the beginning of Season 3. Uh, and eventually the Stanford office gets consolidated into the Scranton office. They have to work together again. We have to work all the way back up to... Jim is ready to go. uh, I think he's ready to go interview at a different job, and he comes back. He's like, "Hey, you want to go grab dinner?" And she's like, "Yeah, I'd like that." And then you know, Jim leaves. She camera cuts back to her. She's just like, fucking geeking out so hard, and uh, you're just like fist bump. He's like, "It's finally fucking happening," (laughs) and it finally fucking happened. It finally happened. They didn't blue ball us like at the end of season two. They're
0: they're finally doing it. The problem with my my problem with this scene is. I always felt bad for Karen because she did nothing wrong. Right, Rashida Jones' character, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, she, she's she's she was an awesome girlfriend, and she's just basically yes. Jim, yeah." So I guess that. Put so a was bit she of a taint doing Jim,
1: scene. and then he switches to Pam?
0: Yeah, really. He, he they break he up there. first, yeah. but they break up off camera. Which is one? Of the, some of, a lot of these big moments sort of skip ahead in the office. Like you're like, what? They're together now, mm-hmm. or whatever's going on? Not. So much Pam and Jim's case, but certain other characters hook up and break up off right. camera. All so. right, Paul.
1: my question for both of you men is what kind of guy are you? Are you a Pam guy or are you the Rashida Jones guy?
0: Oh, Rashida Jones. Oh, for sure. Really? Yeah.
3: Really? Yep. Oh, my God. Rashida Jones is beautiful. Yep. <laughs> if no, we're too. talking about like, it, it, like actually in person, like Rashida Jones. Yep. Rashida Jones no, straight no up? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. I'll probably tap Pam. Jenna Fisher looks <laughs> nice, but like Rashida Jones. I like them
0: cute white girls, you know.
3: So, um... <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right, there excellent, we go. Excellent. Nice. Well,
0: one, we, one we, recognize. Yeah, Dan's lift. Great. Hooray!
1: Okay. Well, my number four is. I love this. I'm a nerd. I hope you're all nerds too. It's the end of Saint, uh, Mandalorian season two, the finale. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. All right. So everyone, I check know, it. Dan's out. got his head
0: in his hands. So Wait not... a minute.
1: Does does Dan not like the Lorian? I fucking hate Star Wars. a Please. Oh! Some fucking anime, but you don't like the wars? Go yeah, call him Jim Jamush. Correct. Damn. All right. Well, look. Hot damn. Give me a sec here, Dan. Let me see if I can just get to you. You know, Take what? I your can't time. get to you. you I can't won't. Get to you. I, can't. <laughs> I know what this is, but All you right. won't. The rest of you humans who like Star Wars, because you should. We're talking about the end of this episode, where there's uh, the the whole Mandalorian crew, including fucking Jin Jaren and fucking the you know the the, the, the UFC chick and fucking baby yoda are all on this on this uh, <laughs> ship and it's being popped and it's you know they tried to take out these clone trooper motherfucking robot droid motherfuckers who are big and fucking huge and can fuck anything up and they got them off the ship initially but then they all flew back and came in and they're like uh-oh we're now locked in the cockpit here and these things are going to come and kill us and they're taking out the door and everyone's shitting their pants and then they see in the distance this fucking x-wing fighter just kind of turns up and they're like oh great there's one x-wing fighter here we're saved oh. Turns out, people, a mystery Jedi gets out of that thing and just finger fucks everyone, man. Like, he just comes out, busts out his green saber, chops all them bitches up, and then, like, saves everyone in the most kick-ass, bad way ever. And let me tell you, people, Dan, I understand, but for everyone else, this is the problem. <laughs> this is the problem with the last three episodes of Star Wars. Everyone thinks that, like, Luke Skywalker, after after Jedi, he's supposed to be this badass word to your mother, like, you know, okay. And he, and he and becomes, like, he gets his own Jedi school and shit. So you know he's a motherfucker, right? But then in the last three episodes, you never see any of that shit. All you see is the closest you get, end of The Last Jedi, he fucking FaceTimes the fucking, like, all the entire, like, Imperial fleet. And then, like, does a fucking dance or some shit and then dies. I'm like, what the fuck? What is this shit? What he should have done is he should have been Luke Skywalker, turns up, And just fucks the entire army. All the Imperial Walkers. And dies in the process. Yeah, well, that would have been way better because Mace Windu did that in one of the animated shows and it was really, really cool. He could have done that shit, but no, he didn't do that. So here, I'm actually seeing him be a badass and he didn't hesitate for a second. He just said, oh, I'm going to turn up here and kill everyone. And then I was like, woo. And then at the end, you see R2-D2. I'm like, what's up, the hook? A lot of fist pumping for me. But then again, I'm a Star Wars fan, Dan. (laughs)
0: Uh, all right, well... No, no one else? Yeah, look, okay. I, I, I saw that on a couple of people's lists and I understand why it's there. For me, yeah, I'm not as big a Star Wars fan as you. I'm obviously yeah. a bigger one than Dan. Yeah, so, yeah, um, Dan's just fucking... Somewhere in the middle. <laughs> but yeah, I get it, I do. All right, my number four, this, show, this list could be 10 moments from this show if you wanted to. Top 10 Ted Lasso fist-pumping moments. I knew
1: you'd have some laughs in here. Go so ahead, So
0: I'm just going with one, which is probably relatively small by comparison to some of the moments on the show, but it's the one that I literally was just like beaming like a goose, you know, and it may not have been literally fist pumping, but metaphorically was I ever. And this is the scene where in episode eight of season one, the Diamond Dogs, when Rebecca and Ted are going to their local pub and they run in there to Rupert, his name yeah. is, but yes, Giles, Giles from, Giles, from Giles, Buffy the Buffy Vampire, Sire, who's her ex-husband. And have you watched the show, Dan? No. Nope. no, Nope, not, never seen this one. Okay, so he's a complete prick and he's a bastard he's slimy and he's got this much younger model girlfriend who he's just knocked up and he's just <laughs> lording it all over rebecca and just being an absolute slime bag and ted and disrespecting the american takes yeah and also having to go at ted and saying <laughs> yeah you've you've run this this club into the ground i can't blame you completely ted you had no idea about this. Sport. i can blame my ex-wife though because she's determined to run this club into the ground just to spite me and ted's like you know what you're playing some darts while he's talking. You want to play some darts? Let's play some darts.
1: Yes, and they play for the 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 ability to pick the lineup. Yeah,
0: and basically he says for the last two games of the season, if you win, you can pick the lineup for the club. If I win, you need to stay away and leave Rebecca alone for the rest of the season. <laughs> okay, all right, let's do this. And then he pulls out the bad guy. Rupert pulls out his king to set of darts. So he's obviously a champion dart player. Yeah,
1: he's got some fucking professional mm-hmm. shit, yep. precision weighted shit. He's like, Oh, look what happened to and him. He's here.
0: Flogging, not flogging, but comfortably beating Ted, who's doing okay. And then Ted says this is a great speech, which is delivered with him firing his last three darts. He needs 170. He's like, what do I need to, to win this game? And the woman behind the bar says, you need two triple 20s and a bullseye. Yeah. He's like, okay. And so he's like, Rupert, people have been underestimating me my whole life, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at me in terms of what you think you know, but really, if you just took the time to get to know me, he's like, he throws the first dart, triple 20. You'd know that from the ages of ten through sixteen, when my father died, every Sunday we would go and play darts together mm-hmm. for the entire afternoon. And he throws the second one, triple Funk. twenty. Yep. So basically, if you did that, then uh you, you not you wouldn't lose like this. And he goes, Okay, what's it bourbon sauce? Or says something yeah. little catchphrase throws it bullseye, the whole fucking crowd erupts as they and Rupert says, Well done, okay. Yep, well done, walks away. You're a good consolation prize with his model yeah, wife, yeah. and off he walks. And Rebecca's like, uh, Sorry, you're like, oh, that's the best thing ever. Like, ah. It's like, yeah. Ted's just like, oh, yeah. Would you now, need, uh, now you need to buy the whole bar of drink. And she does. Yeah. And that's awesome.
1: Now, the, the best thing about that speech, as I recall, is that he talks about how the problem with most people is that they're just not curious enough. Yes. You know, and that was the best thing about that speech. Because, Dan, here's a little lesson for you as a youngster. Um, <laughs> when you get to be an old cunt like myself, the only thing you have left in life is your curiosity. Like because otherwise you just fall away. If you stop being curious about shit, you stop being interested in shit, and you stop being interested in shit, you start dying, Dan. That's what happens, bro. Trust me. Stay curious, motherfucker. Stay curious. All right? Well,
0: life lessons from Wayne. That's what him. I'm saying. So that's I why that, where this episode was. That's going.
1: why that that speech got to me as well. I'm like, ooh, this motherfucker knows his shit. So there you go. Uh, yes. Also, would you bone Rebecca? Yeah. Me too, right? Yeah, big oh, fan. Me
0: too, right? Big fan. I just assume you. <laughs> Are a yes to that question.
1: She's, lo- she's lovely. A bit tall for me, but, you know, these things happen. Yeah. So,
0: uh,
3: yeah, there you go, Dan. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to bore you for that one. <laughs>
0: well, Dan can unbore himself now.
3: Yes. You're number three, my man. Uh, it's your turn to be bored because it's back to anime. Hey! Let's go. <laughs> uh, it's more do. It's more four guys walking. Yes. Uh Jesus, this is a bit love- of yeah. What do
0: you reckon the odds were that people are at home? Like, I reckon there's two scenes on someone's list of four guys walking. I know. Nah. Never, never. Four <laughs> guys four guys walking.
3: Uh so this is from One Piece and this is in the uh, Arlong Park arc uh where one of their crewmates Nami who is the only girl so far in the crew has returned home. Uh she is really close to getting this uh, haul of money in order to buy this town back from the pirate Arlong. Uh, and they have this agreement that she'll spend, uh, she'll give him a hundred million dollars, and and he, she, uh, he'll give her the the town. Well, Arlong gets his uh, marine lackey to come by and confiscate all this money because Nami is a pirate. So he's like, well, you start over at zero. Gotta get that hundred million. She loses her mind in the middle of the street, and uh, Luffy, who is the main pirate behind the uh, the, the main pirate captain. He's been standing there the whole time. She's just losing her mind, and he's just stood back the entire time until she says, Luffy, help me. And he takes off his straw hat, puts it on her head. Luffy, Usopp, Sanji, and Zoro all all are right there, (laughs) and they start walking to Arlong Park because they are going to fucking ruin these fishmen. Just ruin every aspect of them. It is so fucking cold. They say nothing. They just go... Hat and goodbye, and they walk away. It is so fucking cool. It is so fucking cold. (laughs) It is awesome.
1: You know, maybe I will win this show. Um. (laughs) (laughs) It's interesting that anime is so like, you know, I just look at you as a young man and I'm like, oh,
3: that's what these kids are into. Uh, And yeah, I mean, when I would come home from school every day, like, anime beyond like four o'clock and I go from like four to six, there's a tsunami arc. On, on Cartoon Network, and I would just watch that. So that's where I watched, like all my anime from. We had a similar so, thing. Right right we had like, Roger
1: Ramjet and fucking Danger Mouse and stuff yeah. like that. You know, it was a little bit different. Old so. shit. <laughs> Old
3: shit. So. Star
1: right, Blazers. Nice. Star Blazers, again. Um, okay, well, my number three is actually the Breaking Bad one that Paul mentioned. So we're back with Paul.
0: All right, my number three is my first but not my last Game of Thrones moment. It's from season six, episodes nine, Battle of the Bastards, where Jon Snow has just seen his brother get arrowed to death by Ramsey Bolton.
1: Yeah, running a street lane, Why don't yeah, you, Rickon. it's a
0: Prometheus moment all over again. Anyway, so Rickon is dead and John can't help himself and Davis Seaworth is back with the army going, ah, shit. And John starts, turns around and rushes his horse straight at the whole army, mm. wanting to get to Ramsey Bolton and kill him. The horse takes a whole bunch of arrows. He falls off and is standing there and he knows I'm dead because the yep. army now are charging back at him. He just sets himself on Great one the, shot One of the greatest shots Pulls In the history his of television man. He is in the foreground In focus And the charging horses In the background Are also in focus Coming straight at him And he's going to die 100% And just before they reach him David Seaworth Has got the cavalry To go sprinting Or, or charging Just past him To hit the opposing force Oh yeah Oh yeah
1: No it was Because you don't was. hear it Until the second cause, you know, Obviously in, yep. in real life He'd hear it coming yeah, but, I know, but in the show It's like no, That's alright yeah. he, He's so focused They dropped
3: the sound out Yeah Yeah so Dan, tell me you love Game of Thrones or like it or have seen it. Uh I have seen the first episode uh, <laughs> and decided, hey, they threw a kid out the window. I love this show. I'm never gonna watch another second of it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Game of Thrones for a long time was the best show on TV for a good seven years, frankly. Okay, and then they just screwed the pooch so heavily in the in the yeah. eighth season that people don't watch it anymore. And it's just a well, they might
0: thing. return to it now with House of the Dragon, but yeah. Anyway, that's my first, but not my last Game of Thrones moment at number three. No, it's one. what do you I'm... offer us at two then, Dan? Got to be Daredevil somewhere All right, around this,
3: here. It, it is the Daredevil yeah. scene. Uh, this is instead not the uh, prison fight in season three. This is the end fight between Kingpin, Bullseye, and Daredevil at the end of season three. Uh, there's a lot oh, of that's shit going good. on. Like
1: th- that's a good scene.
3: That, that fight is crazy. Everyone has their beef with each other person. Like Bullseye has his issues with, with Kingpin and Daredevil. Daredevil's issues with Kingpin and Bullseye. It just comes down to eventually Daredevil and Kingpin because uh, Bullseye tries to throw a dish at like Vanessa and uh, Matt blocks it. And Kingpin sees sees like, well, Mr. Bullseye, I am afraid to tell you that you have run in front of a a fucking elephant, and I will murder you now. (laughs) So he grabs Bullseye and fucking slams him into the wall, uh, fracturing his spine. And then it's just Kingpin versus Matt Murdock. And uh, eventually, Matt beats the fuck out of Kingpin, screams in his face, and then he's just like, if you ever come after Falky Nelson or Karen Page, I will ruin your wife i will expose her for the criminal that she is and she will rot in a cell just like you it is so fucking cold the fight is so fucking good yeah it is it is the culmination of that series obviously because it's like the big final moment before you know the show gets canceled but like it is everything to that show it has been building towards that moment and it was so satisfying
1: I agree. That was a wicked fight, and it's weird to me how it's kind of like because Kingpin is like this huge, huge, fat dude, but he's superhuman strong, so he can fuck people mm-hmm. up, and like he can somehow cuts off
0: someone's head with a door, doesn't he? At one yeah, point. yeah.
1: And, the, and he can, yes. and, he, and he's quick too, which is weird, and he's almost died a million times in the Marvel shows.
0: Uh, if you saw Hawkeye, yeah, like, yeah didn't I actually? Um, you should,
1: because actually, you think Hawkeye is the best of all the Marvel shows. Paul <laughs> likes Loki. All right, I don't mind Loki, but I like Hawkeye the most. But um, yeah, he supposedly does at the end of it, but of course he's not dead. So, because he's coming back in Daredevil. But uh, yeah, no, right. that's a good that's a good moment. Well done, old man.
0: All right, Wayne, you're number two. All
1: right, my number two is, uh, well, you think Paul will come up with this, and maybe he will. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, bro. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Which moment? Now, we're talking about, actually, I got to tell you this first, okay? Uh, Dan, if you're about to see how the nerd comes out, my friend. Uh, Go for it. Back in the You're day, allowed? back in the day, this is, a oh, look, I can't remember what season it is, but it's one of the late seasons. We were so big into Buffy that we'd go to people's houses to watch it at a watch party, which was not virtual because internet. Uh, and so <laughs> we'd actually, me and Paul and his girl at the time and some other motherfuckers, Christian, all, all our friends were at someone's house. I can't remember whose house it was, but it was someone's house. We're all sitting there, we're watching it, and it's the season finale of this show where Willow, who is the who is the How I Met Your Mother chick, who is actually a witch in the show, Is has gone bad. She's Dark Willow. She's like, oh, I'm just going to fuck people up. And she starts to fuck up Buffy by throwing like bolts of lightning and shit and fucking her up and stuff. And it's looking pretty grim because it's very obvious that Buffy can't beat Willow. She's become too dark and too powerful. And she's like, now no one can stop me. And then as she's about to do some shit, she flies backwards because some green-ass magic went up her an asshole and pushed her through the shit. And then camera pans around, it's Giles, and he's like, I'd like to test that theory. <laughs> All right, And I was like, I actually fist popped and went, woohoo!" so loud that we missed the second line that Giles put together. <laughs> because everyone's like, hey, asshole, what happened? Right? So, long story short, the, Giles went and got, because he previously he had no magic. He actually was imbued by <laughs> the council to actually get magic, and he's like, oh! And so it was just a really unexpected shit. After that, he actually binds her with his magic, and kind of like does that shit. And I think this was the first thing I thought of when her hearing your topic, because I'm like, I remember yelling, whooping, and hollering. This is the essence of what you feel whenever some shit goes your way on a show, and they finally give you the thing you want. So um, I absolutely love that shit. And Giles is the shit. Giles is the shit. Like He was like that was awesome. one of my favorite characters on that show. That would um, have been season six. You, I guess you didn't watch Buffy either, right,
0: Dan? No. no. Uh, <laughs> wrestling.
3: Come on.
2: <laughs> wrestling, <laughs>
3: wrestling anime. That's it. Yeah.
0: Can you not tell? Anyway, got it, got yeah. it, got it. <laughs> Very Good. I'm glad Buffy got a representation. I couldn't. I didn't have a Buffy moment on my list because there's just lots of good moments, but there's so many Fake great fam. moments that I I can't pick. You know what I mean? Do you know what?
1: That just, I remember this. At the end of that scene, after he defeats Willow and stuff, he's like talking about, we have to do this and this and this. And he looks at Buffy because he hasn't been in the season all all season. He hasn't been in that show. And he, and he stops himself and goes, you cut your hair. <laughs> and then she starts crying and hugging him. I was like, oh, God. It was that kind of shit. So it was everything at once. So, yes, Buffy, not on your list. Very no, surprised, No, yeah.
0: Well, my second Breaking Bad moment is where I come with my number two. And this is from the end of season four, episode 13, Face Off. Which is ends up being very prophetic. Sorry, Dan. Really going to spoil the shit out of the show. So hopefully you'll forget all this. You'll stuff. forget it's it. It's fine.
3: All. I know everything that happens as it is. It's fine. So
0: Walter White v Gus Fring all the way through season four, mm-hmm. and Walter turns to the other. Was it Hector? The other sort of bad guy that's been through the show, and and Hector is prepared to take out. Gus Fring uh, himself, and I guess we find out in Better Call all why they hate each other just so much. But Have you been watching that? No. no, I've missed it. But uh, anyway, so he gets a pipe bomb, puts it at the bottom of Hector's wheelchair, mm-hmm. and Gus comes to, to visit, and Hector sets off the bomb, and it kills... But
1: after going click, 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 like, like, this is not a very good bomb, man. Your fucking triggering mechanism is very faulty if he has to hit it a few times. So it's about, it's not going to happen, it
0: and it explodes. And then, this is the fist-pumping moment. Gusfring somehow walks out of this Wreckage of a room. Yeah, and he looks fine. Yeah, and the camera does this dolly past him down the hallway to the other side of him, and the left, right side of his face, I think, it would have actually been on the mm. way the camera was shot, has gone. His full half his face has been exploded off. His eyes gone. It's a gooey mess. You can see the skull. He, even buttons his jacket, he adjusts he? his tie yeah. and then he falls over and dies. Because for one second it's like this, this is terminator, you can't kill him, this is ridiculous. Oh fuck yeah. Yeah, it was very impressive. Was an awesome moment in and my favorite moment in the whole show. So Breaking Bad season four, episode thirteen, Gus finally meets his fate.
1: Magical stuff. Magical stuff. I do remember that. Yeah, you know, Breaking Bad is the shit. There's still not a really a better show. Well Are you thinking the wire? Because I think Breaking Bad. Breaking
0: Bad's more entertaining yeah, than the wire. Yeah, eventually. Like yeah. Mm. Okay. All right, here we are then. So, might be hard to run back through all these and give a recap, but uh, for the sake of Troy, let's give it a shot.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, good luck, Troy. <laughs> all right, So, uh, my my ten. Dolph Ziggler cashes in his money in the bank contract. Nine. Ichigo activates his Bonkai against Byakuya Kuchiki. Uh, eight. Ash wins the Orange Island League in Pokemon. Uh, seven. Frank Underwood becomes the president in House of Cards. Six. Miguel defeats Robbie at the All Valley Karate Championships in Cobra Kai. Five team Urameshi, uh, four dudes walking in Yu Yu <laughs> that's four, that's four dudes walking number one. Four dudes walking. Four Jim ass out Pam in the office. Three the Straw Hat Pirates. Uh, more four dudes walking. <laughs> four dudes walking one, two uh, in One it? Piece. Uh, number two Daredevil versus Kingpin versus Bullseye. And my number one. It wouldn't be my list if there wasn't more anime. That's right. Uh, <laughs> It is the this this show is the reason why anime is popular in the United States at all. I'm of course talking about Dragon Ball Z. Uh, now. Okay. We've talked a bit of Dragon Ball Z uh, in this show We've heard about because it. Because least. of you, I believe. Uh I think it was Duty. Actually, it was Duty. But Duty. also, somebody Duty. made you watch a movie of yep. Dragon Ball. Yeah, I was, was just Duty. like, Why the fuck <laughs> would you make these guys who have never seen the show and have no <laughs> context or anything and watch this movie? It made no sense. But So, this is during the Android Saga, and this is when Vegeta goes Super Saiyan and uh, bullies, and I legitimately mean bullies, Android 19. So, for a while now, Goku has been better than Vegeta, been stronger than Vegeta. Finally, Vegeta returns after Goku is defeated by Android 19 kicks Android 19 in the face, turns Super Saiyan, and then proceeds to uh bully and fat shame this fucking android for about five minutes before completely wiping the floor with him. It is fat shames him. Pete <laughs> Yes. He he yeah, he calls him a, a fat tub of lard <laughs> at one point. It is hysterical. Uh because you know fat shaming's hilarious. Oh Fine, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> it's really funny. It is it is peak ego vegeta. Because at this point, his ego has never been higher, and from there on, he just keeps getting punched in the face until his ego is basically fucking nothing for the rest of the show. But it is it is the last time we get Ego Vegeta, and I love it so much. It is uh, it is such a, like, seeing Vegeta go Super Saiyan and then just fucking dummy this android is fucking fantastic to me. For the I uninitiated, love it so much.
1: Super Saiyan means you go fucking full fucking, like, you go, what? You just bust ass, and now you're fucking... Uh, like, you
3: go golden is the, the colloquial term
0: that right. they used originally for it. and you can just it.
1: fuck everyone up. Um, the second point uh, of- e-
0: Yeah. Wayne once went golden. In- <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wayne loves going golden. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that wasn't bad. Um, uh, yeah, it's interestingly, Vegeta as an as a not as the main character. No, as an Asian man who had, came from an Asian family, there is a, a product called Vegeta, which is actually ve- vegetable stock that my mother used to cook with. Sure. And I think there's something going on with the Asian Asian
3: here. <laughs> uh, yes, because Akira Toriyama has specifically named people after certain objects. Like there's a whole set of people who were named after musical instruments. For real. A whole set of people named after vegetables whole set of people named after other shit like wow it, he, he chooses motifs based off of what arc he's in and then names them that way like That's interesting. uh so frieza i think you guys watched the frieza movie so there's frieza <laughs> who's freezer then he has a brother called cooler <laughs> and then they have a then their father's name is king cold so like <laughs> you see what i mean and then there's a there's another character called boo majin boo who is controlled by Bobbity. But uh, Bobbity's father is Bibbity. So there's Bibbity, Bobbity, Boo. Boo. Oh, my God. All right, enough. Enough. All right, we've
0: got the number one. Dan, was it seven entries from the anime world or six? Uh, One, two, two,
3: three, four, five?
0: Only five? Four, five, okay. One, right. two,
3: felt like three. seven. Yeah, like yeah five. <laughs>
0: yeah, well yeah, though. I thought it was seven originally, but yes, five. <laughs> All, right, then. All right, Wayne, let's uh, run through yours. We are starting to run a little long. Okay, so let's just bump through this. this. Number Fine, 10, who Sesame cares? Street, number
1: nine, cheers. Uh, eight, Friends. Seven, Firefly. Six, Justified. All one-word titles until here. No, Daredevil's at number five. Four, The Mandalorian. Three, Breaking Bad. Two, was Buffy TBS. And my final number one is Paul must know this because Paul once said to me that he was watching this show the same time I was. It's from Game of Thrones, everyone. Okay. And he turned to his wife now, a girlfriend then at the time, and said, "Wayne just came in his pants." (laughs) Because I knew knew this is gonna be on your list. I know. It's Arya and the Night King, people. Uh, Let's. I mean, if you're not a Game of Thrones like Dan isn't here, I'm just gonna tell you real quick, Dan. The whole fucking show. I, I know it. Yeah, you know right. These the I the know. whites the white king sorry the night king and the whites w i g h t yes yeah, yeah yeah the white people Yeah, the white goddamn yes. yeah, whites yeah, yeah, yes yeah. the other white people that also were ruling but this was <laughs> <laughs> this is where they finally came to you know the, the whole show has been fucking leading up to this and the night king is the big bad motherfucker who leads them all you can raise and raise the dead, and turn raise them the into dead exactly and, and, and one of his things is he's gonna go to brand the cripple who's also a fucking raven your mama, and so on and um kill his ass. But in the middle of all the fucking like the white army and him and he's about to kill Bran, you see this sort of like, you know, just like sort of shadows, like the wind walks past and it turns out it's Arya sneaking through all of them and flies in the air with this big ass dagger to go and kill the Night King. Night King turns around in the last second, catches her arm. And we're like, no, it wasn't like, ah, But then she does this cool shit by just dropping that dagger, <laughs> catching it with her oh, other hand, a knife drop. Boom, yeah. The knife drop. Baby grabs it, stabs this motherfucker, kills that motherfucker. That motherfucker's death kills all the other motherfuckers. She ends the war with one cool ass Captain America esque move, motherfucker. That's how it's the shit. Knife flip, knife drop, all the shit. Sorry, I for did your squeal, ease,
0: ladies and gentlemen, on that particular. Sorry one. about
3: that. yeah, I, I, I did come though. I'm 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 not shocked now. <laughs> now, when, whenever uh, now I understand. I thought she just murdered the dude, and I didn't realize she had a knife. No, a knife drop, no, drop baby. That's, like, that's gangster. shit. Yeah, they pushed bro, out. You bit. had to get like eight different pairs of pants for that. Forget about it, bro. I mean, I have underwear that
1: still is rock hard from that day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, then, Polly. Let's hear it. Let's wrap it up from me. Gangs of London, big fight at number ten, number nine. The Daredevil season two hallway and stairway fight. Eight, alias season finale, the big uh, fight there as well. Seven, Pam and Jim kissing at the end of season two of The Office. Six, Breaking Bad, run, moment. Five, Angel, apocalypse now, Wesley hits his potential. Four, Ted beating Rupert Manion in Ted Lasso, season one. Number three, the Battle of the Bastards. Jon Snow's about to die, but then doesn't. Number two, Breaking Bad, season four. Uh, face-off where Gus Fring finally meets his maker. And lastly... It's boring, I'm sorry, but Game of Thrones is also my number one. Season 5, Episode 8, Hard Home. Now, in the books, this is referenced but never described in detail. And they decide to stick Jon Snow and put him in the middle of this battle, which is this sort of outcast. A whole bunch of people have gone north of the wall and have set up their own community there, these wildlings. And the Night King's army descends oh, yes. upon them. And so Jon Snow's in the middle of it, and they're trying to desperately get everyone else onto boats. The dead break through and start killing everyone. And then Jon Snow goes up against a white walker mm-hmm. for the first time. And he's getting his ass handed to him by this all kinds of powerful shit. But then his sword gets knocked away and he picks up another sword, gets smashed into oblivion by its blade. And he goes crawling after his sword, picks it up. Which is made of Valyrian steel. That's I mean. right. Which we knew that dragon glass could hurt them, but we didn't know about Valyrian steel. And so when the white walker swings at him, fully expecting to smash that sword as well and kill Jon Snow, it stops, boom. And there's this moment of pure like shock from both of them. And then Jon Snow whips the sword around and slashes through the, the white, walk, white walker who turns to ice I, shards Yeah, yeah ice it just shards just, and disappears. shatters. And I was like, holy fucking shit. Yes. Yeah, that was the shit. It that was, was cool. a literal fist pumping moment because everything up to that point, virtually I knew of in the books so and nothing was a shock to me because this was a new scene and a new battle. And we could actually see how things were going to play out from here. So fucking exciting. And Jon Snow was, I don't care how simple he was. Uh, Compared to the complexity of the other characters, I don't care how good he was. He was my one of my favorites in that show. He was Um, fucking awesome.
1: For your information, Dan, if you happened to read the Game of Thrones books and then watch the show with someone who hadn't read the books, you felt very superior. And um, (laughs) 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 and then and then when it moved past it. You're like, oh, okay, I'll find out like everyone else. But yes, that was cool. End of that, see, end of that episode, I believe, the Night King. And oh, then Night like, King
0: raises them all up. The he, raised, whole, he just whole does this thing, sequence. and all the people
1: who died just turned like, back yep. into undead, and they're like, oh, fuck, we're fucked. That Anyone thir- who dies that has to become a zombie.
0: is some of the best television ever put together, but crystallized, no pun intended, in that particular <sighs> moment. So yeah, that's my number one. Okay, that's it for us. No time for honorable mentions, because we don't have time to hear about other lore from uh, <laughs> anime shows. <laughs> that's right sure about that <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get into the listen to feedback on the topic at hand in a segment which finishes every show it's called the pop 10 talk about talk about, pop ten. Talk about. Pop ten. Off this week's pop 10 with timothy williams who said jim and pam kiss in the office for the first time uh, uncle phil and the fresh prince telling off the racist cops to arrest will and carlton Oh yeah, I remember Watch that. And Game of Thrones, Joffrey washing down his dry pie with some wine.
1: That was almost on my list because oh. that motherfucker needed to
0: die. Another great pick. Michelle Conneboy had the the tre. Oh, how do you know to say this word? The trebuchet scene from Northern Exposure. Trebuchet. Oh,
1: dude, Tribu- Um, Thank I've seen Dan. this. I French love Northern player. Exposure. Michelle, class pick. It's where they they. Catapult someone's ca- coffin into the oh, exactly. trebuchet. trebuchet. Catapult
3: is different. You're gonna get hated on by R slash trebuchet. Oh, because this is a swingy thing <laughs> that goes like, yeah, you're right. Like, yes. Reddit, sorry,
1: Reddit, sorry.
0: <laughs> uh, Eleven killing the demagogue in Stranger Things and Goths. Nothing will save the Governor General speech. I don't know where that's from. So nor do I. Jesse Dixon had Ted beating Rupert at Darts and Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. Eleven wasting that helicopter in the penultimate episode of Stranger Things season four. That was pretty cool. Not bad. Daniel shaking your head. Yeah, do you like Stranger Things being uh, the next X uh, guy? Oh yeah, I love Stranger Things. But
3: uh I, I think the montage at the end of season four is infinitely better. Mm, the okay. montage of like the Kate Bushness to Eleven beating Vecna to yep. uh Vecna being on fire to Nancy shotgunning Vecna to Hopper uh, killing the demogorgon with the sword. Like yeah, that part's that's a great moment. That that's great. like eh, hey, let's fucking go. Hmm, and
0: call. Fez beating the crap out of Nate Jacobs during the pilot of Euphoria season 2 another show I haven't seen
3: yeah and when you said
1: Fez I was sure it was like that seventy two. Show. show yeah but it's not yeah
0: <laughs> John Islander said a Battlestar Galactic, the Adama maneuver an amazing moment a great episode that was cool cheers one born every minute when coach is being conned con the gang at the bar get go to help him looks like he's screwing it up only to find out he was playing them all along mm-hmm. and another Game of Thrones moment R plus L equals J the revelation it was big it was big Stephen Croon said Ramsey Bolton being eaten by his own dogs in Game of Thrones. Here you go, Dan. Goku first becoming a super cyan in mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. Boom. See? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. one, Richmond Greyhounds winning promotion in Ted Lasso season two. Wesley Younger from the VRVHS podcast. Haven't heard from Wes for a while. Hope you're going well. Number three, even though it's really stupid and undermines the titular character and entire show up to that point, the Luke Skywalker scene in the Mando season what? two for undermine- now. It's really, really cool. It's great. Even though I kind of hate it. <laughs> Come on, man. You didn't hate it if you put it on here. Mm-hmm. Battle of Bastards in Game of Thrones, when Jon Snow is facing down the stampeding army, and what my brother calls Breaking Bald, when Walter White shoves, shaves his head, sorry, and meth bombs the gangsters and gets his money in season one of Breaking Bad, when he throws it on the floor.
1: Which I never got, because that was cool. he didn't get affected at all, but everyone got fucked up. Mm, anyway. Anyway.
0: Nicholas Haskins. Here he is from Nikolai's Kitchen. Jack beating the shit out of Ben in the season three finale. Or really, any time Ben got his ass beat in Lost. Uh, this is one also for you. And I think you mentioned this show. Yeah, I know. Yusuke I know. defeats Taguru in Yu Yu Hashiko. Hakusho? <laughs> ha- ha- Hakusho. There you go. Yep. That was worth it. And recency bias, maybe. But number one, <laughs> Soldier Boy. <laughs> Shut up. And Butcher beating the shit out of Homelander and Gasm in The Boys.
1: Not bad. Not bad.
0: All right. Last few here. Daniel Lowe's had. One that comes to mind is Ramsey Bolton being eaten by the dogs. I also say Hitchcock turning up at the end of Brooklyn Nine-Nine and winning the heist. He was my favorite character and I thought we weren't going to see him again through the last season. Yeah, fair enough. Jason Barr. Rick Grimes going full psycho and biting a guy's throat out in The Walking Dead. Ramsey Bolton being eaten by his dogs in Game of Thrones again. I think that seems to be the one that comes up most. Mm. And we have to go back, Kate, in Lost. More shock or fist bump, but similar energy whenever I watch that moment. (laughs) <laughs> Wait! You
1: have to go back No Kate's finally hot She's got makeup on Fuck off Jack
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh jeez <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god uh, Sam Hurley <laughs> Congratulations on Child number two Sam said From of course Movie Reviews in 20Q Said when JJ smoked Kilgrave in Jessica Jones Dan uh-huh. yeah, no No reaction Alright no, uh,
3: Oh no It's a good that's a Good moment, good moment.
0: Number two, everyone's saying how awesome it was when Ramsey Bolton died, but are we forgetting that Lanarche's shit got go out in a blaze of poisoned glory? Special shout out to Cersei when she straight blew up the church in that was uh, cool. the second last season. And Dead of all one shot fighting his way out of a hallway in season one. No wait, the building in season two. No wait, the fucking prison in season three. There you go. And lastly, from Ashley Gorski, you might know her, Dan. She's just around Who? the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Rabbit ears TV podcast and Dan's live in. Better half? Are you prepared to go that far? No. (laughs) (laughs) I tried, Ashley. I tried. Number three, Jim finally asking out Pam in the office. Number two, Gus Fring getting half his face exploded in Breaking Bad. And number one, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Wunsch having to award medal to Holt for the Task Force success. He gives her nothing and then hits her with, "Wunsch time is over. Boom. Did it. Had it both ways. No regrets. <laughs> nice one. And that is it for this week's show. Dan, thank you so much for coming on. Tell the good folk, they should know by now, but how they find Netflix and swill. Uh, assuming
3: that it hasn't been taken down by Netflix, uh, you can find the show at Netflix at NetflixandSwill.com if you want to stop the show for all things Netflix and Swill. Uh, if I find a way to get merch back up, buy some shirts so that way Netflix can, can eat my fucking ass when it comes to fucking just. Well, they limited sales.
0: edition
1: now, I'd say. So, Yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> apparently.
0: I mean, if you've got one a Netflix and Swill shirt, you can sell that for a lot of money.
3: Apparently, yeah. Uh, who,
0: who's going to want that? Who, I don't know. But you,
3: you can do it. Give it a shot you can do
0: it alright uh, and Wayne how do the good folk find us uh,
2: go to
1: thecountdownpodcast.com or search for us uh, in our socials or give us an email at thecountdownpodcast
0: at gmail.com check out the Facebook list community which you've heard a lot about today on Twitter at the countdown PC and like and follow the show through Podbean where we host and that is it from us today thank you so much for joining us next week we're doing a top 10 last 10 so Wayne will have to watch 5 movies this week that's what I'll have to yeah that's, that's, his, that's his job this week to <laughs> sort that shit out <laughs> But uh, we'll be back with that So I hope you'll come back and join us then Thanks so much again Dan You're the man Oh thanks for having me uh, th- uh, th- uh, Thank you for putting up with this stupid topic In
3: five <laughs> anime shows
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anytime uh, my man That's it for uh, us My name is Paul My
3: name is Wayne uh, I'm here to take up the soundboard spot Don't play the soundboard Excellent. Paul Don't do it Fuck
0: you Suck Fuck Paul. <laughs> we'll catch you next time See ya Excellent. And now I just get a twenty seconds of silence for the bed.
3: Twenty seconds? What the fuck? I know dude? it's ten seconds is all you need, but this motherfucker likes to do it's, twenty. It's <laughs> five. You need five. Five
0: tops is five better. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's like, fuck
3: you, silent. And and well, here's the thing: I started yet. <laughs> I know, but here, but Wayne, here's the thing: I edit my own show, and I can tell you, five seconds is all I, you need. I know, I know. That's know. It.
2: <laughs>